Hi guys, happy Friday and welcome back to the Boss Girl Bloggers podcast. I'm so excited to be sharing this episode with you. Today I want to talk about 10 things that successful bloggers do and I hope that you find this motivating. Um, Let's just jump right into it. I promise I'm going to try to get an intro up soon for my podcast, but until then, we're just going to go with it. (laughs) So, first thing is that successful bloggers believe in themselves. There are so many bloggers out there that do not believe in themselves, and it really shows. I promise you that your confidence is going to shine out of you, and that is going to attract your audience. The moment that you start doubting yourself is the moment that your audience will doubt you too. So the best thing that I could have done for myself is just believe that I could make my blog my full-time job. And if I can do it, guess what? So can you. And now I'm kind of sitting here wondering how many of you have a blog post written and saved in your drafts and you don't want to post it because you don't think that it's good enough. I swear, we all aim for perfection, but that's going to be holding you back because perfection doesn't exist and the definition of perfect is different for each person. So don't wait for it to be perfect. Post it. Just do it. And the second thing that successful bloggers do is that they give their strategies a chance. It's so easy to think that everything works overnight, but that's just not realistic. If you want to grow an engaged audience, it takes work and patience. Too many bloggers go in with this mindset that strategies are supposed to work overnight and bring instant success, and that's just not the case. We need to give our strategies a chance to actually work. And if you listened to my episode a couple days ago, you'll remember that I was talking about Pinterest and how I gave up on my Pinterest strategies because I didn't see instant growth. And then I went back to it the second time around and gave it a little bit more time. And eventually now Pinterest is my number one source of blog traffic. So don't give up on your strategies too soon. It's so easy to want to give up, especially if you see a decrease. But don't let it freak you out. And that's the part about blogging and social media and just in general. Followers are going to go up and down. Sales are going to go up and down. Blog traffic is going to go up and down. Nothing is consistent. Don't let it get to you. The next tip I have is that successful bloggers don't treat their audience as a number, but rather as a person. Think about it. Your followers are real people, and they appreciate when you go above and beyond to recognize them. Sometimes I can just tell when someone is so disconnected from their audience There is no personal interaction and they are just trying to get that follow or get that extra like on a photo. Go out of your way to recognize those who are supporting you. Reply back to comments and messages when you can. I get that it can get overwhelming as you reach more people. Um, For example, I have a Facebook group, Boss Girl Bloggers. If you're not a part of it, please go ahead and check it out. But there's over 32,000 members and sometimes, yes, I do get swamped with messages and things like that where it takes me a little bit to reply back, but I try my best to constantly reply when I can. And this helps to build a personal connection and it makes your audience trust you more and value, value you and your content more. So that's just something I've learned along the way and I will always stick by that is to just be personal and treat 
my audience as if they're my friends because I truly believe in that mindset. I don't believe that you're just another number out there following me. That's just not how I like to think of my audience. Next, you want to go out of your comfort zone. It's true what they say. Going out of your comfort zone brings so many opportunities, but I know it can be scary. But it's time to say yes to trying new things and to say yes to new adventures. For me, creating this podcast is so out of my comfort zone. I used to hate my public speaking class. Although I can't see my audience, so it makes it a little bit easier, I still find it hard to listen to myself talk or go into my IG stories and get personal. But it's helped me grow as a blogger and it's even boosts my confidence. Opportunities will come to those who take risks, so do not hold yourself back. Tip number five. These successful bloggers are constantly thinking of ways that they can add to their income. The beauty of using the online and your blog to work from home and make money is that your options are limitless. There are so many ways that you can make money. You just have to explore the possibilities and open your mind to opportunities. Some popular ways that you can make money is, for example, creating an e-course or an e-book or like a product in general that you can sell. Whether it be a planner, principles, a course that teaches your audience something valuable that they need, a book that you write, you have to think, what can I offer my audience that I know they need? A second way is through sponsored posts. This is when brands will send you free products and pay you to give a review or mention them. This is a huge topic that many get intimidated by and just don't really know where to start. One tip I will say is don't wait for the brands to come to you. You need to stand out and put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to pitch yourself to a brand. I can't recommend Julie Solomon's Influencer Podcast enough. She shares so many helpful tips when it comes to working with brands, so definitely check her out. I'm always mentioning her. Another way bloggers make money is by offering services. For example, I am a strategic Pinterest manager and I have 10 clients a month that I work with. I go over and take over their Insta- um, and not Instagram, Pinterest accounts and do all of the Pinterest work for them. And I help to try to grow their reach and get new eyes on their content and hopefully bring them more blog traffic. If you have something that you are good at, whether it be graphic design, branding, social media management, freelance writing. I mean, the list is endless. You can offer those services. And if you have enough traffic on your blog, I suggest checking out Mediavine for ads. There are bloggers out there who make thousands a month just from ads on their blog because they can get that, well, because they get that much traffic. In order to qualify for ads with Mediavine, you need 25,000 sessions in the last 30 days, which ended up equaling out to about 40,000 to 50,000 page views for me um, with Pinterest marketing, and that's really helped, and it's possible to get those page views. You just have to believe that you can and try. And then there's also affiliate marketing, which is another great way to earn money. If you have a trusting and buying audience, you can join affiliate programs for products that you use and love. Every time someone purchases through your link, you get commission, and these are just a few ways and ideas. Think about how you can level up your blog and add new income sources. The thing about being an entrepreneur for me is that my brain is constantly thinking of new ideas, and it doesn't stop. It can even keep me up at night. Tip number six. 
they prioritize their time. This is something that I sometimes can even struggle with, but I came up with a strategy to help me make sure that I'm getting as many tasks done a day that I can. It's so easy to get lost in social media, and before you know it, I'm accomplishing nothing. So, the thing is, it's great to keep yourself busy, but that's not necessarily getting things accomplished. Rather than staying busy, you want to focus on staying productive. Work on tasks that are going to get you closer to your end goals. I like to make a list of things that I need to do for the day. I'll prioritize my list by most important and then least important at the bottom. I'll take my first task and I set a reasonable timer. Let's say, for example, I need to write a blog post. I will set my timer for an hour and when the timer goes off, if I haven't finished the blog post, I will move it to the bottom of my list and move on to the next task and then I repeat the process. This method helps me to make sure I am touching base on all my tasks without getting caught up on one thing. Give it a try, you never know what can make a difference. And if it helps, let me know because I would love to hear your experience with setting timers. Then tip number seven, successful bloggers try their best to not make excuses. It's so easy to say, I'll work on it later. But the problem is, before you know it, later becomes never. It's time to push the excuses aside and get it done now. Don't let your excuses hold you back from accomplishing what you want to do. I understand that life gets in the way from time to time, but if you are determined enough, you will make time for your passion. If you want it bad enough, you will not let your excuses stop you. And successful bloggers also aren't afraid to be their authentic self. You have to be you. Tell your story and don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Let's talk Instagram for a minute. We all love to hate Instagram, right? I mean, I get it because I used to hate Instagram too. And of course, we all have our annoying days on the platform. But one thing I need to say is try your best to show up on your Instagram stories and try to make a personal connection. People love to put a face, personality, and voice behind a writer. It adds a personal touch and it helps you connect with your audience even more. I used to be afraid to put myself out there and get personal. Remember what I said last episode about calling myself Elle and fear of people I know finding out about who I was and what I, like, what I wanted to do? I was so afraid of my friends and family making fun of the idea that I wanted to be a blogger full-time, like... I mean, today, some of them still don't really understand the concept, but that's okay. I'm so glad that I eventually got over that fear, and don't get me wrong, I love being Elle. I really do, and I'm so glad that I decided to go with that because it's part of my story and it makes me who I am, but what I'm trying to say is don't be afraid to be you, and this brings me to another point. I actually tweeted about this earlier which pause let me just self-promo for a minute i would love for you to come follow me on twitter at bg bloggers anyways back to what i was saying people are going to unfollow you there is no escaping that it is what it is but it's okay if they unfollow you they weren't your target audience to begin with so don't stress it keep being unapologetically you and you will attract people who will love you for you And that's all that matters. It's so easy to get caught up in the numbers game, but I'm telling you, there is no escaping it. So the more you just accept it, 
the better you will feel about Instagram. And I also promise you that losing followers does not mean that your content sucks. I promise. The ninth tip that I want to talk about is mindset. If you want to work from home as a blogger, you need to create the right mindset. I'm talking about positive vibes, law of attraction mentality. Yes, we have our bad days and that's okay. But when you change the way you think, it can make a heck of a difference. I try to wake up every day thinking to myself, today is going to be a good day. Let's get things done. I've been doing a lot of goal setting lately and using mindset techniques to help me accomplish my goals. One thing I love doing when setting my goals is writing them out as if they already happened. It sounds crazy, but it tricks my brain in a way to think that I already accomplished it, which for whatever reason pushes me to get it done even more. I really like to speak things into existence. So rather than write out, I want to make a six-figure salary this year, I would write out, this year I am making a six-figure salary. So what I want you to do is write out your top five goals that you are going to be accomplishing this year. Wake up every day, look at those goals, and when you are working on something, ask yourself, is this helping me achieve my goal? If not, then it's probably not worth your time. For example, getting caught up in scrolling through social media, probably not helping much. And lastly, I want to talk about cutting out negative mindsets. If you want to have a positive mindset that brings you wealth, and accomplish goals, you need to cut out your negative mindsets. As hard as it may be, those negative mindsets are holding you back. First, let's just talk about negative money mindsets. How many times have you thought to yourself, I will never be able to afford this, or I should be happy with what I already have, I don't need more money, that's just selfish. Guess what? It's not selfish to want more money. Yes, you should be grateful for what you have because practicing gratitude is important and I practice gratitude every day and that's something that's really important to me, but it's okay to want more. I mean, I hate when people think that it's not okay to want more. That is a limiting belief and it's holding you back and it's blocking money from coming into your life. Believe that you are worthy of money and money is going to come your way. But this also means be generous with your money and be responsible. You will attract what you put out into the world. If you tip generously, if you spend your money wisely, that money is going to come back. Just like if you put out positive vibes, you will attract positivity. If you throw out negative vibes constantly, then don't be surprised when nothing is going the way you want it to. And when it comes to blogging, I see more often than not bloggers say, my content isn't worthy of making money. I should just work for free product, maybe one day I'll get paid, but I doubt it. You have to believe you are worthy of money. That's how you attract money into your life. Don't think I will never be able to afford this. Don't be afraid to invest in your blog either. In order to grow, you do need to invest, whether it be self-hosting or an e-course to expand your learning, a theme for your blog, ads, or Instagram giveaways, a social media manager to help take the load off. Invest, 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 and I promise that money is going to come back to you. At the end of the day, you need to believe you can. You need to prioritize your time and have self-discipline. You need to be patient with your strategies. Set goals and create a mindset that allows you to accomplish whatever you want because you can. The moment you start putting actions behind your words and attacking your goals like it's your full-time job is the day you start winning. 
I hope you found this podcast helpful. If you did, I would love for you to share and leave a review. It means the world to me, and thank you so much for listening till the very end. So much love, and until next time.